Hey, 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 thank you for joining in on Key Conversations. It is your favorite host, Quana. Welcome to season three. We have so many amazing conversations lined up for you. Today's topic of conversation is focused on winning in life. I thought that would be a great way to start off the new year. Joining us is author of You Got This, which is a great book. I think all of you should go out and pick it up. Thank you so much, Jay, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you're super busy to join in on this conversation. How is 2024 treating you so far? Hi, Kawana. Thank you for the invite. And 2024 so far is treating me well. It's been an amazing uh, few weeks, and I've got a lot of things planned, got a lot of new ideas. And to be honest, I'm just grateful <laughs> right now. So all is well. Oh, great. That's good to hear. So um, we're going to discuss just a little about your book. Um, and you got this, which is the title of your book. You've created a list of six principles that you feel gets you to a place of winning in life. Um, now in the intro starts off with a couple of questions. It starts off like with a couple of questions. The most important one to me was actually the first one. And that is why cultivating a competitive spirit is vital in life. Can you share with us your thoughts around this finding and what made you ask this question, like from the start? Sure can. Uh, that's a really good question. It was a purpose, a reason that I put it in the beginning because uh, one of the things about myself, Kawana, is uh, I've always been a competitive person. I grew up playing sports. Uh, I love basketball, football, all sports. And even all of my children, they all play sports. They all play basketball. So we all have this thing about beating the other team, beating the other guy or girl, trying to finish out, trying to get the championship, trying to win the AAU tournament, you know, whatever that thing is. Uh, but as I've gotten older, I've realized keeping that competitive spirit is really not about the other person. It's not about the coworker. It's not about getting better than your peer, but it really is getting better than yourself. Mm. Uh, so the biggest competition that we all face is our own self. How yes. much better are we uh, now, today, than we were the day before? Am I better this week than I was last week? Am I better this year than last year? That, I've learned, is the biggest person I have to compete against. Because if I can beat that person, then I feel like I'm on the road to win in life. I can... I can really care less now about being better than my peer or making more money than this person or having a bigger house than that person or having a better relationship. All that stuff I get, but what matters the most is, am I being all that I'm supposed to be? All that I was created to be. Yes, and I live by that. Being the best version of yourself or being a better you than you were the day before, but I never looked at it as me competing with myself. So that's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, so I like that. What exactly is the you got this mindset you're speaking of and like, how can you maintain that mindset throughout the year? Like throughout your book, you're kind of, you know, touching on those topics. So can you explain to us like, what is the you got you got this mindset? Another excellent question, Kawana. Uh, anybody that knows me personally probably would say one of my spiritual gifts is an encourager. So I am always a person letting people know that, hey, this is not over, you can do better, you got this, whatever's going on, I think you can make it. All of that kind of played into uh, this whole thing of uh, titling my book, You Got This. 
that you got this mindset, even though it sounds cliche, it really is a mindset that's telling you, you already had the goods to win. You just don't know it yet, or you don't believe it. And so with the you got this mindset, it's a way of reminding ourselves that there is something inside of me that I haven't tapped into yet. I'm too busy looking at distractions, and I need to be more intentional about the things that really matter. Because at the end of the day, uh, there has been nothing placed in front of me that I cannot overcome, I cannot conquer, that I cannot win. So the you got this mindset is that, is that mantra that I have that nothing's going to defeat you this year. Nothing is going to get the best of you. No relationship, no, no work issue, no family issue. You've got enough inside of you to win this game of life. So that's where that came from. Nice. And I, that's why I thought that this is a great way to start off the new year. It's kind of a reminder, you know, like you said, kind of reminding yourself you already have what you need to make this next chapter of success. So you just like your book is just a reminder to say you already have this. This is these are the tools that exactly. can get you to where you need to go. I love it. OK, so that's the it. impact game plan, where did you come up with this and why do you think it's beneficial um, to all of us? Well, I'm so glad that you asked that question, Kawana, because when people think about impact, you often think about, okay, what effect did that have on something else? You know, what effect did it have when I changed my diet or my weight? What was the impact of that? And, and, and that's loosely where I was coming from, but I was looking at something a little more solid than that. So when I think of impact, I think of the things, not necessarily the things that I can make happen, but the things that others can make happen or do and succeed because of me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I look at the whole impact thing and as I'm in, uh, I'm middle age now, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And so I, I start thinking about legacy. And for me, legacy and impact are the same thing. And the reason it's the same thing is because I realized that once I check out of here, what will, what will the seeds that I've sown in life be producing? You know, all those things that when I'm no longer here to do it myself, will those things still be happening? What is the impact that others are having? So I always look at it, and I read a really good book by uh, the author Matt Patterson, and he wrote a lot of great books. You should check him out. Uh, One of the things he said is that it's like growing fruit on somebody else's tree. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is not necessarily because of you, but what they're doing and their success is all because of you, because of what you've done, the seeds you've sown, the things you have poured into other people's lives. That's the impact. That's what impact means. Oh, I love it. Growing fruit on someone else's tree. I love that. You know, it's funny because in life, sometimes we get to a place to where you kind of think, I don't need you or I don't need that person. I can do this all (laughs) on my own. And you don't, you can't, you know what I mean? Like you, we need each other to be successful. We need each other to make it through this whole game called life, you know, and it's a great reward to be able to sow those seeds and see them flourish in other people. Right. 
So I think that's a that's a mindset to have also every day, um, knowing that, you know, you have the right people around you and that you guys are sewing into each other and that you have those people who can, you know, be honest with you and remind you that exactly what your book is saying you got this you know you and you also need those people of course that's going to be honest with you but i love that being letting people know that you know you can bear fruit on others tree i love it yeah and i love what you said too kawan about having the, the right people on your team because the truth of the matter is for anybody to win even in a sports event if you don't have the right team you're not going to win if michael jordan did not have scotty pippen he would not have won six championships if Bill Belichick did not have Tom Brady, he would not have won all those championships. So it's so important to build the team around you to make sure that you have the right people, strengthening your weaknesses. I always tell people, and uh, I know that there's a famous quote that you are no stronger, no wiser, no smarter than the five people that are around you all the time, your circle of influence. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to have the right circle and to continue to grow your circle. If you're the smartest person there, then you need a new circle. Right, right. And that's funny because that you, and I know you love sports and how you relate life a lot to sports. And when it comes to your friend circle, it's okay to kind of move the team around, kind of shift people in and out, kind of like in sports. You know, you have to, you know, this person is not helping the team, so I have to move some people around. It's okay to do that with with friends, you know, and it's okay to say that I've bared all the fruits that I can on this tree. Now I need to move on to something else or someone else, or I need to pull someone else into my circle because all of the friends around me, they're not being honest with me. They're They're just telling me, okay, sure. And, you know, they're not being the support that I need in this moment. And I think sometimes we get stuck in friendships because we think that, we're going to hurt someone's feelings by moving on, you know, moving away from that friendship. So I think that's a great way to look at it. So let's move on to um, courage playing a major part in the process, you know, honestly, in life in general, courage. Um, You talk about this in chapter seven. It's dedicated to courage. And I think courage and action kind of play hand in hand. How did you feel writing this chapter? What are your thoughts around that? Well, I will tell you that courage is is really big for me. Uh, This is one of my own personal challenges that I've had uh, in life, uh, maybe in a different season of my life, where I felt that I needed more courage to uh, get to the other side of whatever that thing is that I feared. Mm-hmm. And when you think of courage, you think of, well, you have courage whenever there's something that you're fearing. So it's almost like they're the antithesis to one another. And the thing about fear that I've learned is that lots of times we think we're walking in fear, like I'm scared, I don't think I can do that, or I don't feel equipped to do that. Uh, if I do this, I might mess up, or what if I'm wrong? And I realized I don't even think it's fear most of the time. I've learned that because there is no actual object on the other side that would cause me to fear, like if I was on the top of a house and I was standing there and I was fearing jumping off the house, if I jumped off the house, I'm going to fall and break both my legs. Mm -hmm. Well, that's an actual fear for me because I can see the ground and I know that's a possibility. But most of the time when we're moving and operating, we're anxious. We're not fearful. We say we're fearful, but we're anxious because then we don't know what's on the other side. We just start making up all kinds of things in our mind that could possibly happen. 
This is why it's so important to grasp the concept of courage. Courage is going to allow you to push through those things that may not even be a reality. But courage is there to make sure that you understand that regardless of what I'm facing, I'm going to have the courage to do it. Regardless of what I'm doing, I'm even going to have the courage to fail. And a lot of people don't even like that concept. What do you mean fail? Well, the truth of the matter is, if you do something and it doesn't work, you still win. You win by the concept of you've learned now what doesn't work, so now you can focus on the other things. Absolutely. So courage to go past the failure is, is really important. And, and you alluded to how courage actually interacts with action. And I think that is really, really key. And one of the things I've learned about action, which is also a chapter in the book, is that action itself, when I talk with people about action and, and taking action, I realize I have to start talking more about why aren't you taking action? And what has come up to me and all these people who I've interviewed and I've talked with and people who I've personally coached is the fact that they don't believe that if they do a specific thing, that it will give them the results that they want, so they won't take action. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is they have more faith in the thing that they don't want to happen than the thing they do want to happen. And that's a mind shift. That's a mindset. That's what has to change. In order for anybody to be successful, you're going to have to take action. And in order to take action, you are really going to have to believe this thing that I'm doing, I believe is going to get me this result. And I'm going to do it. And if it ends up not getting me this result, I am still better off than not doing anything at all. So that's why courage and action play hand in hand in the same playground. Right. And that's common in, in you know, human nature. We, I don't know if I want to say human nature because not, it's not a challenge for all, but we do tend to talk ourselves out of something that we don't have the courage to do. So we look for all of the negative things, right? We look for the negative yeah. reasons not to do it, and we talk ourselves out of it. So I think that, like you said, failing is a great thing because you learn those lessons and it it kind of builds you up to take that next step or to take that next journey or to you know what i mean exactly to go on that next business venture so it does it's it's failure is not a bad thing you know and going into 2024 yeah. take all of those lessons everyone that you learned from 2023 bring it into 2024 and take that next step um take that action exactly. so i love that's probably one of my favorite chapters courage um so out of those six principles, what do you feel is the one that any one of us, like maybe the majority of the people would struggle with or spend the most time on throughout life in general? Which one of those do you think and why? Well, you know, it depends on what season you're in, but I have seen and I've experienced this myself. My biggest struggle at times is finding the motivation to mm -hmm. do things. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, of course, that's one of the principles. You've got I for inspiration, M for uh, motivation. Now, the one thing about motivation, because people think that often think motivation and inspiration are the same thing, but they're not. Inspiration actually comes outside of you. I'm inspired by something, something I'm listening to, something I've heard, something I've been a part of. But motivation, quite different. Motivation is actually triggered inside you. This is based upon an internal mechanism within yourself 
This is based upon an eternal desire. This is based upon something that you need to happen, something that you want to happen, something that's inside you that is driving you inwardly to do a certain action. And lots of times people don't find themselves motivated. Right. Those right. are the places that they really, really struggle. So I think that was the biggest struggle for most people, mm-hmm. finding that motivation, which you can find that motivation, but you have to really take time to dig deep and yeah. you got to discover your why. Yeah. And you that know, makes sense. Other... That Go makes ahead. sense. I know I was just agreeing with you on motivation. I can see how that would be the biggest struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So getting into the why of all of that and into the purpose and trying to discover your purpose, I think is, is critical. Um, Miles Monroe, who's no longer with us, he made a really great quote one day, one day and he said, when the purpose of a thing is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Mm. And it, it goes back to say that it's so important to know your why. Why are you here? What does it matter? You know, all of those different things. These are questions we have to ask ourselves. So when you're looking at purpose, and especially when you're uh, deciding on or finding out what your motivation is, these are really good questions to ask. And you know what's funny? Your why can change, right? It depending on the season yes. that you're in. Ooh, and I think we get good. stuck. I think we get stuck on kind of trying to figure out our why and trying mm-hmm. to make that why a lifelong why. You know what I mean? Yep. And we have to realize that it yep. could change, you know, and depending on your season, depending on, you know, what your purpose is at the moment, that why can change. Let me ask you something since we're talking about motivation. Um, how are some, what are some ways that you motivate yourself, that you inspire yourself, that, you know, what are some things that you yep. do? Great question, Kawana. You know, every day, and this is me personally, one of the things that I do is every morning when I get up, I actually have a gratefulness journal. And in this particular journal, when I get up and I, I go through my routine, I sit down on my down five to ten things that I am grateful for. Uh, and I try to think as many things as I can, but at least five to ten and when I do that, and I and I start my day off with a sense of gratefulness, mm-hmm. uh, I actually feel motivated at that point to do those things that I feel that, that have been placed inside me to do. I'm just grateful for everything that happens. Now, everybody has their own mechanisms, and I'm sure there are many things out there that you can do, but that's my, that's the one I do. Right, and you say you write down those things in your, in your yes. grateful journal. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of journals. One thing that I do, and you know, that's a great, that's a great option for any of you out there who's looking for ways to, you know, kind of motivate yourself. The journal is a great way. Me, I like to speak things. I like to put positive into the atmosphere, you know, put it into the universe. So I take some Mm -hmm. meditation time every morning and I speak those positive things, those things that I want to grow, you know, that I want to, um, feed into and 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 I speak it out there every morning but like you said there are so many different ways so many different you know creative ways to motivate yourself we just have to tap into what works for us and it's okay to kind of tap into your friend group too and kind of ask them what what exactly do you do to motivate yourself and you can motivate each other you may need to call a friend you use your phone a friend to call a friend and say I need encouraged today i need somebody (laughs) to motivate me today Mm -hmm. and if you have the right friends in your circle you'll get what you need from them right i love that kwana i absolutely love that and it goes along with the fact that as i said before motivation is internal Mm -hmm. so keep in mind because it's internal it's going to matter what you're feeding on 
what yes. you're feeding yourself, what you're feeding your mind, mm-hmm. what you're feeding your spirit, what you're feeding your emotions. All of that can have uh, an impact, uh, for lack of a better term, on your motivation. So that's why I feed myself gratefulness in the morning. Uh, affirmations, I absolutely love that yes. affirmations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all of that is great. It is. You know, and this is a great, great way to start off 2024, you know, Go out there and figure out ways to encourage yourself first, because like you said, it's internal and then start on that journey that you've been pushing, pushing off and pushing off. You really do. You really do got this. I love the name of the book. Um, Anyone that is looking for a way to start off, you know, your 2024, go out and pick up. You got this. I'll put the link in the in the bio. Um, So anyone where can you find the book, Jay, actually? Sure. You can uh, get the book on Amazon. And if you want a signed autograph copy of the book, you can just go to my website, which is com. All righty. And again, thank you so much for kicking off season three with us. And thank all of you for joining in on the conversation today. My hope is that this conversation has helped all of us get to a place of winning in 2024. And until next time, make all of your conversations count. As always, I'm sending positive energy your way and wishing you a wonderful day. Don't forget at the end of this episode to complete the feedback, um, take the survey. You can always go on Instagram and leave me a direct message or contact me via email or however, whatever is convenient for you. I'm always open to feedback. Thank you again, Jay. I can't say it enough. I really appreciate it. It's an awesome book. Awesome book. Go out and pick it up. Everyone have a wonderful day. And thank you all for listening again.